calories, conversations, connecting collectors and art enthusiasts. GM friends, GM, GM, thank you for joining. Welcome to episode 23 of Audio Galleries, a Rug Radio production. Shout out to Rug Radio uh, up as a speaker today and shout out to all of the Rug Radio creators as well who are coming in. And I've just added head of creators, Golden, as well to the speakers. Hey, Golden, how you doing? Um, these final series one episodes are flying by we've got Jimena today we have Perin in a couple of weeks and then the week after that we have I announced it uh on Twitter oh God, X and Discord earlier this week we have Dirty Robot who is the lead artist founder CEO whatever you want to call it behind Renga and so yeah we've got and then that's it that's series one wrapped up and then we start planning and well we've already been way into the planning but we start preparing for series two so let's make the most of it i am benjamin white at hello ben white your host bringing you more art more inspiration to create joined by my colleague sigrid behind the audio galleries account hey sigrid how you doing hello yeah i'm fine good you've been dancing around the office to shakira there yeah i am i was (laughs) (laughs) um all previous 22 episodes of audio galleries are now podcast episodes available on apple spotify youtube amazon etc go check them out just search for audio galleries it pops up um and also actually if you search for audio galleries in spotify it also pops up with a playlist and that's the one that i use and i add to every week so you should be able to find it yourselves actually i don't know why i'm saying i have to share it um very quick disclaimer, this show is not intended to and should be not tr- should, should not be treated as financial advice. Do your own research. Stay safe in Web3. Don't click on silly links. Don't answer DMs from people you don't know. All of that. It's also a recorded spaces, as I've just said, goes on to become a published podcast. So if you don't want your voice to be heard in perpetuity forever, then consider that when requesting to speak later in the episode. And we do recommend that folks come up and request to speak and come up and ask questions as we go. We are all for that. Jimena is a wonderful speaker, although she's been a little hoarse today and she woke up with a poorly throat. I hope you've been drinking lemon and honey, Jimena, and that that's feeling a bit better now. Um, So let's keep it interactive. Request to join us if you've got anything insightful or humorous to add. The rules of the house are simple. Raise your hand to speak, be kind, be respectful, and don't pin stuff to the top. And apart from that, anything goes. Episode 22 with Logic was very, very inspiring. Uh, To hear more about how he's building characters to live in his universe, like long term, was amazing. And then to see how he is using the tech to build out things like a token gated site to access his fashion. Really, really interesting. Uh, For those who minted that one, airdrop will land tomorrow morning. Uh, I've been beavering away in the spreadsheets getting all of that sorted but i didn't get that airdrop out today so it'll be landing with everyone tomorrow i also know that his good and evil.com as i think it was um site had a problem with international shipping for a while that problem is fixed so if you did mint and you want to go and pick up the two awesome trucker caps or the real nice shirts like go check them out now you can get them shipped anywhere in the world well anywhere on the okay list for context if you are new here um audio galleries is an art focused web3 project working to connect emerging and established artists with a community you guys of digital art collectors and enthusiasts Uh, the show features an artist creating stunning artwork with a story to tell and making it available via the blockchain i interview each guest and we learn more about their style and their inspiration and their process their previous work their future plans and during the show we launch an open edition mint with our friends at OpenSea with art provided by our guests and available to purchase for between 15 and 75 us dollars um so far uh, the share of revenue for artists minting with audio galleries is now over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which is super cool i'm grateful to you all for your constant support to that end really really great 
fun and also great to reward these artists during what is a very difficult market. Um, for more information about audio galleries, head over to, well, follow the, follow the X account, I suppose. Go over to uh, Discord or you can subscribe to our newsletter. This is also an audio galleries drop in partnership with our friends at OpenSea. So thanks, OpenSea, for joining us. Hey, Sabrina and Timepieces. So hello, Tamika. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I know you just did Time Hall, so I uh, I know you're probably tired of speaking, but I thought I would say hello and give you an opportunity to come up and say hey. <laughs> no, you're perfect. Thank you. No worries. Uh, feel free to interject at any point. Our artist today, I am super excited to welcome Jimena Buena Vida. What a lovely name. To, uh, to the Audio Gallery show. Born and raised in Bogota, Colombia. Jimena is an abstract artist and mother now based in the United States with a background in engineering, computer science, uh, plus her Colombian roots. Jimena's art challenges societal taboos around emotional regulation, mental health, we'll come to that later, embracing authenticity and inner wisdom. We love that here at Audio Galleries. Merging traditional and digital art methods and her coding skills, her intuitive practice is an exploration of creativity, emotions, and technology. Jimena is a timepieces artist, hence the uh, introduction there, and a timepieces council member. And in July this year, she became the artist in residence for Bright Moments Gallery, which is a, uh, a Web3 project gallery who I interviewed, gosh, over a year ago now, and they are doing wonderful things at Bright Moments. Her art has been shown globally, from Times Square's huge billboards to countries like Spain, native Colombia, Brazil, and China. Her art can be found in platforms like Bright Moments, as we said, Prohibition, FX Hash. Uh, and more, with several collections sold out on both the Ethereum and Tezos blockchains. Jimena, a fellow Peloton rider whose name is as beautiful as our artwork, welcome to Audio Galleries. Thank you so much. And the first thing I'm going to say is that everybody should take a shot every time you say Twitter. I know. Should we do that? <laughs> <laughs> everyone everyone, get a bottle of something and we'll be legless by the end of this. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, I'm trying my hardest. Anyway, it's I, a, I it's an illness and I'm really trying to, to overcome it, the, the use of Twitter. It's, uh, I do have to say I stopped uh, drinking last December just because I wanted more clarity in this very wild journey that Web3 and really stepping into this calling of art has been and continue to parent my girls and have a balance in this life that we live in, in this world. Well, I think that's so much. Yeah, I hear and see lots of people doing that actually in the space. I think it's really worthwhile. I've certainly cut down significantly whilst I've been upping my exercise. I know that you also ride the Peloton, which is awesome. Um, Let's try not to geek out about that now because people will probably get quite bored, but uh, I'll pick up with you on it uh, later on. Um, It's amazing to have you here with us, Jimena. Um, How are you first? I know you weren't feeling so good at the top of the day. Are you feeling better now? My B12 and all the other cocktails, uh, little things as of... um, magnesium and all these vitamins are actually working great i still sound a little weird i'm sorry uh i always sound a little weird (laughs) i'm very happy to be here i am very excited i am also very grateful for your trust for your time for your energy it takes a lot of work behind the scenes and i just want to recognize you in secret for all the work and Tamagat and Pieces and Open Sea, you know, it really does take a lot of work behind the scenes. Oh, that's really kind of put you. something together like this. Yeah, thank you. So it much. does, and and uh, I, you know, I joke earlier about the fact that Series One is rattling on. Like, we're really, really passionate about doing this and empowering and and shining a light on artists and uh, creating cool content and you know, growing a community of people who appreciate art for art. Um, and we're working hard at it. It does take a lot of work. We are looking forward to a little break in between, but actually 
um, this is what we love doing. And so it's so lovely to be recognized like that. And thank you very much. Um, but also we love it and uh, we can't wait to do more of it. Um, so why don't we jump into, um, why don't we jump into some questions, Jimena? I'm, I've been curious about this all week, actually. You and I have gone back and forth, but I don't really know your origin story. I don't know how it is that you came to be who and where you are now. So, you know, I've watched you build and grow, releasing beautiful artworks, editions, collections. Obviously, I saw what happened this July, and that was a stunning collection. I've collected one of them myself before we even started talking. Tell me more about your journey as an artist. Who are you, Jimena, and where are you from? <laughs> well, the, the answer will take three hours, but we'll go as quickly as possible <laughs> to maximize the time here. Let me know you're uh, hearing me okay. Hearing you perfectly. But awesome. I would say that this journey has been kind of, in a way, a cooking recipe of a midlife crisis for the last five to seven years. Um, I'm 40 years old. My journey in this world, um, you know, has had a lot of different twists and turns, which is part of totality and the, the one of the artworks in the collection. Um, but I started as an engineering, as you mentioned earlier, when you were reading, I uh, went to college and, and got also a degree in computer science. Um, but within the last five years, seven years, um, there was this very uncomfortable feeling where I felt that I had been pursuing some goals and what I had thought of me to be quote unquote successful or fitting in this grid and feeling that those goals were just kind of not necessarily what fulfilling or, um, you know, just um, embracing happiness in my day-to-day -day world. And um, I'm a mother, and I think definitely the journey into becoming a mother was a huge enlightenment into realizing that exactly that I'm saying, that I needed purpose. I needed and not just to be a mother, not just to be, you know, uh, certain different identities, but it was more of actually removing these like cover, removing these masks, removing these identities um, that had really kept me into, into kind of a, like a, a seeking of like an external outcome. And so, um, yeah, like I went into a career in IT for about 10 to 15 years. I, I did a lot of different things. I consulted. I coded software for companies. I was an account manager for, you know, kind of like a big corporate America, you know, just corporation like international. Um, I worked in the payments industry um, all through that. And it came to the culmination of I became a mom and all my priorities shifted. And I realized that, again, I wanted to seek more of life than than a paycheck. And um, I think as many of us, for me, the pandemic was that culprit, was that ne not necessarily um, comfortable place for me, very uncomfortable. A lot, a lot of wounding started to, to bubbling up even more. Um, and I had been, uh, you know, creating art for, I mean, I, I have watercolors that were made like in... 1997 and, and have been all my life creating art but it was more like a side kind of coping mechanism and through the pandemic I really started dipping more into that uh, um, analog practice with watercolors and acrylics mostly um, and it was just more for you know just finding peace and finding some sort of um serenity through this isolation you know that we were going through as a world closed and 
Um, it was then when I saw the article from people, and I know this is kind of a story of, that I've heard a lot of people, you know, just sharing. And I went into the rabbit hole of like, okay, well, 69 million of digital art, like, what is this? Um, and it took me to a place where I found like creators speaking about the journey of embracing art and creativity. I have never really heard uh, folks like, you know, just kind of sharing the journey, how difficult it is, but how enlightening it is, how much joy brings them. And it was, to be honest, it's the reason that I'm here is because of all those creators uh, back in Clubhouse. Um, and now like still like into the spaces that, um, you know, just kind of share these calmness within the storm uh, that kind of share this journey that is kind of the blind, leading the blind in a way as we are creators um, and still like keep pushing and moving forward. So um, yeah, I would say just kind of to close it and, and summarizing it, it definitely was the pandemic that pushed me to follow this calling to realize I needed to take this armor off and that I didn't need to hide anymore in kind of all these all identities and I jump in and I created a first NFT and they it didn't move it didn't solve I created the next one it didn't solve the third one maybe it did uh, and it's been this journey of honestly kind of winning by losing and realizing that personally shame had been such a such a stop for me such a stopper for me and realizing that it is about embracing kind of these imperfections that uh, that we keep moving forward in art, in you know our journey in general as a as a mother also. Um, and here we are talking to you guys. I love that. I wonder how many people share a story similar. I've heard it a few times, and I share it myself. Like I'm with the same age, Jimena, and uh, and I had a very corporate career, you know, mapped out in front of me, and I was director of a few companies and then the pandemic happened. One of the companies that I worked for and that I'd founded blew up and it allowed me to have an exit that I hadn't planned on. And I sat back and I was like, actually, what's important to me? Like what, what, what is, where, what's my, pa where's my passion? What, what do I want to do that uh, will give me more fulfillment? And I, I hear that in you and I share that so much. And I actually believe so many people in the space um, had the same epiphany at the same kind of time uh, for all of its, you know, awful, um, the, the circumstance of COVID and, and the pandemic. I think a lot of people had a reset and I think it was something that, um, you know, something that in a perverse way, and I, you know, I don't mean to say insensitively, but it's something that I'll always be grateful for, actually, because it's moved me into a completely new sector. I've met completely new friends and people. And uh, and now here we are. I get to speak to you. I finished the finish my sentence the same way as you did. Um, but yeah, I, I really love that. And you you talk a lot, actually, about breaking the taboos around the discussion of like mental health and emotional regulation. Like, tell me a bit more about where that comes from, Jimena. Yeah, you know, just keeping it lightly and just um, not fake positivity at all, but just, I don't, you know, I'm very always conscious to, to, to share, you know, details that may trigger folks. And um, just very plainly said, I experienced trauma and emotional neglect growing up. And I realized that a lot of um, kind of these inner critic and voices that, um, that I was, you know, telling myself were put in my head by, people that actually deeply loved me and they didn't know better, my parents. And uh, the same happened to them, you know, and, um, you know, it, it, unfortunately they didn't have the resources. Uh, there wasn't kind of the awareness, you know, in their times or even for me growing up, uh, you know, back in Colombia to speak about these topics, to talk about, um, you know, like moving from shame into love and um yeah i mean that's kind of just to keep it super sure, like, simple sure. and plainly said yeah well i love that and uh i'm i'm all for having these discussions in as uh respectful a way as possible uh because i think 
talking about anything like this is so much better than not talking about it. Um, I'm really curious about your artistic process. I think we'll come to that in a moment, but let's talk about your inspiration. Like, I'd love to know a bit more about maybe the art scene where you're from or that you grew up around or perhaps like who or what inspires you now? It's like, uh, I'm inspired by everything. And, and I know that sounds maybe late, like a lazy answer, right? Uh, I, I, you know, maybe some folks like expect that I said like, yeah, let me talk about Pierre Mondrian or, you know, just going to kind of that more historical um, and articulated way. I don't have that. I don't have that because I didn't go to school for art history. And do I regret it? Uh, no, but sometimes I do, right? Just because I wish I had like a better kind of language to kind of express, right? Like what is behind like your, your work? But if you ask me like what inspires me, nature inspires me watching uh, my my two little girls create their own art and how they have absolutely no regret or overthinking about what they create they also don't get like hung up into like mom we just create this masterpiece and i hope it sells for twenty thousand dollars like for them there's nothing like that they're just happy with with what their work is and they just move on into the next piece and express and make a mess and get you know their hands with pains and um that whole kind of process is very very inspirational for me to to continue to kind of do my own work um i'll tell you that as of recent um i discovered that the museum in my city has the opportunity to schedule private viewings of um art history prints and uh, you know just kind of real artworks from uh you know from just a variety of or artists and so I have been scheduling these visits and the amazing part of it is that it's, it's kind of like a gallery display. They set up beautifully all these works that you tell them to set up and there is a huge table. So, and they allow you to bring paper and just like a pencil. And what I have been doing is, um, you know, just setting you know, these meetings or not meetings, but just viewings. And I sit on the table and I, sketch that like a mad lady and I I look at all these artworks and um you know I I think about when I'm doing like a generative art you know uh project with code I think about like what was for the artists to create this work a lot of works are collage a lot of works are like ink on paper um a lot of works are more figurative a lot of works are more uh minimalistic and so um, I've been also, you know, just kind of exposing myself to a lot of these artists' backgrounds. And that has been like just incredibly inspirational. And I feel incredibly grateful that, you know, we have resources like YouTube um, that are very helpful for neuro neurodiverse uh, folks and like learning, like myself. I have an um, incredible time, like, a uh, hard time like reading but when I when anything comes to audio or video it's like just such an amazing way for me to learn so I've been just doing a lot of dives in on um you know just artists and histories and um you know just just things like that but um a lot of times also you know just to kind of wrap up like where my inspiration comes from I you know I'm I'm very grateful for like Twitter and Instagram and like the friends and artists that I follow um, there is a lot of folks that share daily artworks um, and their process and I I really get a lot of inspiration from you know from from folks like that and so just like a quick example that I see somebody's work that I love so much is Chris uh, Krista Craig which was in your show, right, um, a little bit ago. And I absolutely love her colors and palettes. And I probably never make faces in the beautiful capacity that she does. But like grabbing her colors and, and kind of feeling inspired by those colors, um, you know, it's a way for me uh, to, to just kind of also move like in my own creativity. I, I sketch a lot. Um, 
I have literally a, a little notebook and pad that I am always just kind of doing do, uh, little doodles and things in there, um, especially like on the travels and, all, you know, just kind of being like on the go. Um, I <laughs> um, go with the girls to a lot of um, kind of art center kind of activities. And I am always tweaking uh, kind of that family time with art. And I create art with the girls, but the reality is um, it's actually part of my own practice and creativity. I like, I believe in kind of doing like two tasks to accomplish one thing. And that's one thing that I, that I do to maximize our time and things like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I um, kind of, to be honest, inspired, as I said, by everything, by, by oh, life, I love. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a great answer. And I think there's uh there's something really special, isn't there, about the way kids create and the fact that they're able to just do it without any kind of conscience or any any sense of like what it means or what it might represent. Or it's just like it's very pure. And um, I think there's certain people talk about certainly on X. See, I didn't I didn't make everyone take a shot. Uh, certainly on X, people talk about finding and and that you know that inner child and we had ricardo who i see in the uh, audience who came up and um and did a, a drop with us a few weeks ago now and um ricardo's like exceptional at being able to tap into this like inner child and it all feels so innocent and so pure and i think that is so much fun i'm also with you jimena i am so jealous when people get to drop their art history uh, knowledge in any capacity and they're just like, oh, yeah, it looks like it's a... Uh, and and you're just like, oh, fuck, you know I don't know who that is and I don't know the canon or the narrative or the whatever. And uh, so I... <laughs> and uh, so I'm very jealous, but I also, you know, I applaud it. People that know their art uh, that much. Um, and yes, Chris Kay was an absolutely fabulous guest that we had. Gosh, all the way back in the summer um, and we dropped a wonderful piece with her also. Um, oh my goodness me, it's 31 minutes past uh, six where I am, one in EST. I'm just going to play this silly little jingle a moment. Artist Edition is live. And that means that the artist edition is now live. Your piece, Unbecoming, by Jimena Buena Vida, is now live and mintable. Uh, if you go to OpenSea.io, thanks to the people at OpenSea, uh, they have just dropped it on their homepage. So right now on the homepage, uh, minting now, uh, you can see it right there. It's the top banner Go through to the drop page and you can see the beautiful artwork. And let's get into the artwork in a moment, Jimena. But very, very quickly for folks, it's 0.019 Ethereum. It's an open edition, edition meaning it's the same piece of artwork for all. Uh, there's no reveal or anything like that. Um, it's a beautiful piece of artwork. But holders of the Audio Gallery's Mint Pass, uh, which we, goodness me, dropped and then burnt for back in January, February, at uh, the beginning of this year, holders of that pass who mint this piece and hold it for the uh, snapshot that we take, usually on a Tuesday of the following week, they will receive a second artwork which you have created, which is called Totality, which is also absolutely stunning. And then Unbecoming and Totality act as tokens that are uh, will get someone through to a token-gated site, right, where there are um, prints available of the two pieces and 35 of each of those prints will be signed by you, Jimena, which is absolutely fantastic. And I love that for two weeks in a row, we have got a fidgetal, oh my God, that word, we've got a fidgetal element to what we are bringing to audio galleries. So you can mint this piece, you could be airdropped a second piece and you can collect the physical by accessing a token gated site all incredibly exciting. Before we get into kind of like the inspiration behind the piece, et cetera, is there anything I've missed, Jimena, that you want to cover? No, it's amazing. Um, actually, the, the one and only thing maybe that I want to remind all the folks is to sign up for the email notification 
to let you know when the print is open for purchase. It's in about five days. Um, we just want to make sure that, you know, we have time to allow for all the kind of the drop to just come down. I know there is a lot of clicking and activities and sign up and all these things. Yeah. So we want to give enough time to the NFT drop to take place. Um, and then we'll give a few days to get the website with the token Perfect. all set up and, and ready. And so I is, is yeah, I'll get, I'll ask Sigrid now. Yeah. So Sigrid will post a yeah. link to the site and these are the people that you're using to help you with the print. And if people want to head over to there now and yeah. sign up for the emails, then they will get like a notification when all of this goes live and they don't have to rely on like seeing it on X or coming to a discord or whatever, because I know people are busy. It will be emailed to them and they'll know yes. what's going on. Amazing. And just like a super quick shout out to Woven, who is, um, they are in, like listening right now. They have partnered with me for Marfa two weeks, three weeks ago to create an amazing bandana. And um, they are also the ones behind these prints and making sure that everything is flawless and uh, the token getting is happening and I'm gathering all the emails and I just want to they are so amazing to work with um, and I really highly recommend anyone to kind of using their services they have a website for artists and collectors so that you can see your collections you can see your statistics in terms of you know finding out and tracking if you had like secondary sales uh, you know, super cool in order to connect with your collectors so anyways just shout out to them no no not at all that's really good and so it's wovn.xyz right and then uh, and then people can yes but we've got that that uh, that link going up in a moment so yeah folks do that uh, that mint is now live uh, it will be live for the next 72 hours so what is it today thursday so friday saturday sunday evening it will close my time sunday lunchtime if you're in the states um Okay, Jimena. Let's... This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. Let's talk about the two pieces. Um, tell us about Unbecoming and Totality. So amazing and super happy to talk about this work because it's just kind of the continuation of what we've been talking about, um, you know, in this in this conversation. And um, I think Unbecoming is a way for me to express um how I'm done with becoming <laughs> in that obsessive uh, painful way of you know uh I don't know of kind of all these cultural expectations expectations of us as a mother as a parents as women as you know BIPOC as humans you know um of things that we have to be and, and and things that we are supposed to achieve in order to be seen and to be loved. And these unbecoming is, in a way, kind of this invitation, which is, you know, an exploration of my own journey to let shit break. Let shit, like, just for once and all, let art, let love to crack your heart open and let life in. Let art and love to crack your heart open and let art and light in for once and all. And that's unbecoming. That's really beautiful. It's, um... <laughs> and it's very profound. It is very <laughs> profound. And uh, and I think um, the piece itself is absolutely stunning. I can't wait to talk to you about your process and that in a moment. But totality then the second piece so if that is the kind of the the deal behind unbecoming what what is totality and what does it mean to you it's a compass right is it's, it's easy to say oh yeah you know just oh let it all like words are so pretty it break and what right like we we deal with a lot of like shame we deal with a lot of you know for me personally, at 40 years old, you should have it all figured out. You should have X, Y, and C is what I tell myself. And for me personally, I think embracing self-forgiveness 
and embracing, um, you know, just kind of the imperfections also to be a part of the journey as I continue to explore what it means for me to show up in my art um, and in my life and the way that I am um, with a lot of mistakes every day and allowing kind of that healing, but also make it all be part of this puzzle, right? Uh, that is what I'm embracing in that totality. Um, I think that in the pain that we're going right now in the world, that I'm, I'm grieving myself. And um, I also think, and I want to really encourage everyone that's listening right now, that if you are an artist and creator, I really hardly believe from the bottom of my heart and very humbly that you must show up right now with, with your creations. Your beautiful world, your creations are exactly what this world needs right now. Um, and it's in that totality that we embrace those beautiful creations and that, um, you know, that human connection, I think that we're personally like just needing so much these days. That's really, really lovely. me at that moment even though my phone is on do not disturb which is very frustrating sorry about that um can you hear me okay you broke for a little bit okay great um so i think uh yeah it's um it's a really really profound and really really uh beautiful pair of pieces and i would love now to talk to you about what I'd love to talk to you about. I'd like to talk to you about your process. I'd like to talk to you about, you know, you're an abstract artist. We've spoken a little bit about the fact that you have a computer science background and that you uh, talk about generative artwork in its truest sense, not just trait based, but actually like code created artwork. I'm fascinated by it. I'm also completely in the dark um, about it. And so I'd love to know a little bit more about how you create i'd like to know it, specifically for these two pieces like what was the process of sitting down and deciding okay like um i'm going to create these pieces and this is how i'm going to put it together yeah so in this like kind of journey again of like back to inner healing and um just uh, emotional regulation i switch from having um, you know, just like into actually starting creating a lot of childlike art. And when you look at my work, um, I, to, to me personally, just a lot of the work and especially these two pieces um, are again embracing kind of that childlike creativity. And I, um, I really love to explore with kind of the basics of geometry, um, you know, squares, circles, obviously you see it on my work um, and texture. Um, I started exploring with these two pieces about six months ago. Um, and, you know, this is something I have actually encouraged. I, I don't give advice, <laughs> but I encourage um, just kind of allowing yourself as an artist, especially in the fast pace of Web3, to do a lot of iterations and a lot of creativity without necessarily like creating to, to sell work right? That that's kind of soul killing for me personally. And so these two works were that kind of that embracing that exploration without like having kind of the, the expectation of dropping in any platform or anything. And so I created a folder of um, about like hundred, hundreds of 100 like artworks that are there that have never been minted. And it was all about like what what does it look like to put together this palette that I love so much that it came um, from actually Ikea paints as my kids like were getting covering paintings. And, um, you know, it was like, these colors are amazing. And what does it look like to create with such a vibrant palette? And, um, you know, which the contrast uh, of, of this experience. And so I made these two pieces and didn't like it got to a point where I was like mm, doesn't I don't feel like they're finished I don't feel like I want to put them anywhere but I also feel like they're like they're not complete um and just 
you know, for, for, I guess, if you're interested, like, because I've gotten the question before of like, how, what does it mean to have a, an artwork complete? And for me personally, like, I actually never feel like I have completed a piece. I could work in all my works for probably 20 years, but is a moment when I feel a sense of closure, where I felt like almost like writing a poem or an essay or a letter that, you know, that gives me like a sense of like, I know that there is more words that I can tell. I know that the story hasn't been finished yet, but I'm going to give myself the permission to complete this piece and allow myself to continue the chapters in the next works. And so it was kind of going back to these works that were unfinished for, you know, for our collaboration and continue to piece around this puzzle of colors and geometry and getting to a point where I was like, these would be amazing and they would be amazing and, you know, in a in an actual physical format also. I would be very proud to see these works also um, in someone's house, in someone's wall. And, you know, it was at that point that I was like, yeah, these, these are going to work out for a collaboration and that's when uh, I send them to you. And yeah, I hope that answered. For sure. And they're also, they're definitely going to go up on my wall. Like I am, uh, I really smitten with the pieces and I am really looking forward to collecting them both digitally and physically for sure. Um, that is, there's no doubt about that. Um, I've got a couple of questions left, which I'm going to uh, I'm going to put to you now, but if anyone else wants to come up or has a question for Jimena, who's already on stage, just raise a hand, guys, and then I can go through hands and, and do it that way. I see there's a couple of people that are requesting, so I'll bring you both up, but please, everyone, just uh, raise a hand and I'll, I'll go through it that way. Um, okay, so, uh, da, 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 da. right, next question. Talk to me then about what it has been like to create digital and i know you just touched on it there with this idea of like yep that's the one that i'm happy i would be proud to see that on someone's uh wall tell me tell me then what it means uh to like to to work with somebody and to make sure that you're happy with the quality of the print and to uh to like you know make it available in that form and the fact that you're going to be signing stuff like is this is this an element of your practice that you want to start to lean into and do you think this is an element of your practice that you think other artists could benefit from um yes and yes and i tell you what like what the process has been and then go into what doesn't mean you know just uh for me personally to have prints but i had a solo show this past summer and New York City, thanks to Bright Moments. They opened the doors of their galleries over New York City. And there were also, obviously, NFTs. And their kind of their strategy and their business is that any collector that walk into the gallery has the ability to mint the NFT and have it displayed like as a surprise in a screen, right? But before that day, I was like, there is a lot of like walls and beautiful space in this screen. And what would it mean to me to have like prints of my work, like, and also show my collectors and show the people that, that see my vision that we can also take it a step forward in that physical form. And so it was then that I, you know, kind of went through the hoops of printing and having work signed um, that I was able to see that these vibrancy of art and colors and geometry does transmit the same energy um, that, that it does in the digital realm. Um, in other words, <laughs> I very plainly say, the moment I went to pick up the prints and I saw them, my heart dropped. And that's kind of what I know and how I know that I'm going in the right path, you know, just I, the colors were amazing. The paper was amazing. Um, but it's hard because in the space, I personally haven't seen a lot of movement of my prints, you know, and it takes money, you know, it takes an investment. It also takes time as an artist to, you know, just, just make it all happen together. 
Um, and, you know, I've, I've seen um, kind of, again, the space in a way just kind of getting a little bit dormant, you know, with uh, being in the bear market and, you know, just sometimes I feel like for me personally, I need like a different approach to just give myself the spark um, to explore something and feel kind of that dopamine, um, you know, of, of kind of just see how things are going to resonate for my collectors. And this is what that is. Um, I was saying it in the space earlier in time pieces that this is an exploration, everybody. And I am very grateful that people resonate and support me, but I don't know if this is going to stick or work. Um, you know, and um, it just have. I also find it very um, enlightening that uh, our family at the Hag community has also dropped their prints this week. And it wasn't like it was unplanned for me to kind of do it at the same timing. And I feel like it's beautiful to kind of be resonating, um, in, you know, in that same capacity. So I encourage like every artist to explore like with prints or not prints, but definitely get outside of their comfort zone. Um, and there is a lot of resources in the space. And sometimes, you know, I feel like we can really go into an echo chamber and like isolation, you know, we're like so connected and hook up to the screens. But in reality, there is a lot of kind of questions and, um, you know, just things that are like very hard and overwhelming for artists to kind of just go through. And there is a lot of resources. And again, like not to be like super annoying, but like the woven team has a lot of ways to help you and anyone, uh, you know, that wants to to look into prints or things like this. And I closed saying something that it was very resonating. I am part of these DM group of moms that are like just absolutely amazing generative artists um, and huge, huge artists in the space. Um, and I asked them like, what was their thought about prints? And one of them came up with this advice and it was so resonating and in very sure like what she said is whatever you do do it in the best way that you can um and this was actually we were just talking about prints but this was so resonating and she said do you like think very intentionally about the quality of the print that you are sharing with your collectors like in other words don't have don't have us this thing um and that is uh just definitely like something I like deeply resonate with like I was saying earlier also my reputation as a human being in this space is kind of the only thing I have you know and I'll I'll I'm not perfect I made mistakes but burn bridges in all transparency more probably that I want to and I apologize to anyone that that's happened but in other words also like I'll want to do the best that I can uh, when it comes to my art and when it comes to anything that it's attached to my art. And so I've, um, you know, just literally, um, you know, work with women and we make sure that the prints were amazing quality, that they're prints that um, have been also used by other like big names and artists in this space. And, you know, the printing shop has, you know, a huge reputation, not only on the quality of the printing, but also on the shipping, on time. I was very worried and caring that it would be internationally because a lot of my collect collectors are outside of the United States. Um, and so again, so many moving pieces, but I agree that, you know, with uh, my friend Anna Carreras, who was the one who said, whatever you do, do it amazing. And if you're going to do prints, make sure that they're great, high quality. And this is what these products actually ended up uh, and it's going to end up being. And uh, just to kind of like like close it with like a cherry on top of the, the ice cream. I'm very grateful to and super excited actually to be able to sign by hand uh, 35 editions of each of the prints. Um, I just think that adding that personal energy and touch to the work and being able to share with collectors um, is truly amazing. And if you would have asked me about three years ago, four years ago that I was doing this, I would never imagine. I said, like, you're so lying. <laughs> and this is so fun. Well, it's amazing. And they're beautiful, beautiful artworks to sign. So I think, uh, 
yeah, I'm certainly looking forward to it. And I can see that more people are. We're now up to 70 minted, which is wonderful. Thank you to those who have. Um, we've got some hands up uh, and uh, I'm going to go to Boona first because I know he came up first and um, has, uh, yes, has got, <laughs> I've pinned a, uh, a, a post uh, that he's posted halfway through this, uh, this session. So, hey, Boona, how are you doing? GM Ben, uh, this has been a great chat. Um, very big fan of Jimena and have been really enjoying this conversation. I uh, really appreciate the, the thoughtfulness of all of the questions that you brought to the table, Ben, uh, because I think Jimena's story has a lot of depth to it. Um, and I always can appreciate uh, getting to know one layer uh, beneath, um, you know, every time we get to chat and just wanted to start with a personal, you know, a personal story. I found him in a through prohibition art um, when she dropped her uh, when she dropped her collection there as part of the first eleven artists. Um, and ever since then, I was uh, absolutely hooked on getting to know her, her concepts, uh, and her story. Um, and got to meet her. Had the pleasure of getting to meet her in Marfa, um, which is where that subtle flex of all of her woven, uh, all of her uh, merch and that bandana um, that was created through woven came from. Um, but I just wanted to really, number one, come up and celebrate her. And I just love to see that there's already over 70 editions minted uh, within the first 30 minutes. You just love to see that. Uh, and w one question I did have, um, because I feel like I, I feel like it's part of the thing I'm missing and it is a little personal on the description. So just a minute, if, if it is too personal, just let me know. Um, but this collection is around, you know, un it's titled unbecoming, um, or at least one of the mints are, uh, and it's the process of shedding old skins and embracing change, a graceful deconstruction. And I would love to know, is there any, uh, personally, is there any skin, like, like, was there uh, a bit of a belief system or skin that was shed uh, when creating this collection? Um, was there something that you were able to let go of? Or was there something that you were able to leave behind uh, when birthing this uh, this collection here? I, yeah, everything you said resonated with, and I absolutely love the question, Buna. And the answer is yes. And it's... It is personal, but I'm an open book. And the answer is entitlement. Um, I think cool. I will continue. Yeah, I, I just say, just to close the answer, I continue to be called to really explore what self-responsibility is. Um, I still tell myself a lot of stories that are very harsh and it results that when I take responsibility and ownership on my actions and, and kind of my, my own process and art and, and everything else, um, things like really get clear and opened. And so um, I really appreciate the the question and i love like personal personal questions and uh yeah i hope that answers thanks jimena and buna thank you for the kind words i'm also a huge fan of the the shows that you host weekly with uh, the guys over at Schiller. so thanks for coming up um next up is jenny q hey jenny uh thank you for being patient i know you were waiting for a while to come up how are you doing well, hey, everyone. Uh, it's a great space. Uh, I've been listening since the, be the very beginning. And uh, Jimena, con congratulations. Uh, you know, your story is, you know, amazing, fascinating. Um, I would probably have to spend some time uh, later today to check out your portfolio, a little bit more about you. Um, so I will definitely come back pretty sure. Uh, I just follow you uh, that I'm going to run into you again in the uh, Web3 space. Um, I actually have a question, uh, Benjamin, uh, for OpenSea. Is that possible? Uh, I actually No, I, I appreciate that. But no, we, we this is really, really specific to Jimena's work that ah, we're minting today. So okay. my, my view there is probably head to the Discord for those guys or... Uh, or see if you can drop them a DM or something. And if they answer, if it's something that's important, they can come back to it. But I hope you don't mind that. No problem. So I do have a, a question for Jimena now. Um, 
So basically, Jimena, uh, when you I heard your story when you started out um, midlife crisis. It's a wonderful story. Um, since you started um, your art pieces in the Web three space to now, obviously we all know that the market has been very weak. I believe uh, with some NFTs drop anywhere between ninety to ninety nine percent, even uh, the board apes, the punks. Um, can you share your thoughts for those who are starting out like now? Uh, they have not had the opportunity to make any sales or whatnot uh, when we had a good market um, with, you know, the SECs going after NFTs, blah, blah, blah. Um, can you share your thoughts in terms of what would you um you know, say to a new incomer who's coming in the Web3 space now, uh, you know, with the Web3, MetaMask, share your thoughts, uh, you know, to a newbie like that, if you wouldn't mind. Thank you so much. No, amazing. Amazing. And I, I resonate with this question a lot because I actually feel really grateful that when I joined, there was a lot of what I call NFT evangelization. There was a lot of people really landing like the ladder for you to, to join and learn exactly what this was. I had no idea about crypto. A lot of people were educating and I, and there were people just with huge hearts doing that for artists and those spaces, unfortunately, like are very small right now and not so many as it was before. But I would say, and I'm, I don't give advice because I think the only advice is uh, to me that I give is like, don't do what I've done. But if I could say to anyone that's starting is find Twitter spaces and communities that really resonate with you. Um, have zero agendas, humongous goals, but have absolutely no expectation that that anyone is is here to um, to buy your work or to retweet your tweets. Like that's just not at all. But be here with a humongous open heart and open mind probably have a therapist <laughs> um and i would say there is an amazing space that is artist centric by my friends at schiller's it spells s h i l l r x y z that is artist-centric. There is um, a lot of collectors that go to that space. But not only that, there is just a lot of stories uh, from artists that really share hope in this journey um, because it takes a lot of patience. Like nobody here gets rich, maybe like, maybe some do. But I feel like the journey really is a life lifetime journey. And in those spaces that they run, that's kind of the ethos. Um, to just have like the, the tenacity to keep showing up, to share your work on Twitter. Uh, for me personally, like Twitter has been kind of the social media kind of uh, uh, platform that has really helped me reach out to my community and connect with people that didn't know about my work. Um, and disconnect from shame. Like, you know, we have a lot of inner critics that says, don't post that, that's too cheesy. Uh, you know, your art is not enough. We have all these like inner critics that really keep us like stuck. And so kind of do that, like cleanse daily of that inner criticism. Um, it's something that has really helped me. I hope that that works. I see that our question asker has dropped down, but uh, thank you for the question. It's a great answer. Uh, him and a really, really lovely answer. Thank you. Um, okay, so uh, Golden Crypto, I saw you had your hand up earlier and you've politely put it down. Maybe you were giving other people some space to speak, but I would love to hear your thoughts, man. How are you doing? 
Yeah, GM Ben, GM everybody. Um, I did I did want to touch on something, and I'm very aware of the time. I've been a long time fan of you, Jimena, and I want to first just throw you some flowers for being a positive force on the timeline, right? Because you you are you, you have your art, but also any time that I stumble across you on the actual timeline, like it's just positive and joy, and uh, it's it just makes me smile in general. I'm not sure when I first came across you, but I think it was back uh, somehow involved with Ernesto Cisneros and something we were doing with the, the Latin community uh, way back when. And just, yeah, really want to give you flowers there. But my question is kind of regarding something you touched on with your daughters and them creating art and not <laughs> wanting to make art for some $20,000 sale or having that geared. And you kind of touched on it yourself about separating uh, the creation of art from the sale and uh, I realize you don't really give advice, but maybe you could give some direction to artists out there uh, how to balance that, how to balance creating art for the sake of art and also trying to seek a sale. It's like kind of every journey is so different. There is artists that have been creating works for like 40 years, you know, so they have their own journey, they have their own, you know, kind of capacity. So I speak personally for my own experience. I am very humbled to be very new, you know, at kind of this journey. And so there is a lot of blind spots for me. There is a lot of things that I necessarily don't know. Um, so just with that context, I would say creatives deserve to get paid. And I wholeheartedly believe in that and the other statement that I would say is that art is for everyone and the reason for that is because I really art has healed me and I would love for people to get that level of healing and any, any, any level of healing you know and awareness into in, that, that art has brought for me personally and so many and so I would say, don't be ashamed for wanting to monetize your creations. And there is also a journey for that. There is also a journey for the pricing. There is also a journey for, for the sales. There is also a, a journey for realizing what your pace as an artist with your, with your mental energy, with your physical energy uh, you know, kind of, again, juggling if you have, like, IRL responsibilities, you know, whether you have kids or not, right? And um, I don't mean these from, like, kind of like a, a magical standpoint, but I mean, I mean it from a very, like, practical standpoint that everything is energy. And, you know, it just also balancing that, uh, you know, what, what uh, so, you know, I... Yeah, it, it's hard for me to just say, like, here is the advice, don't create art for money, or I'm not going to say anything like that. I only would say that you made your own journey. Do not be ashamed to to create and, um, and, and, and realize that you want to prize those creations uh, and balance things out and forgive yourself. Um, you know, I feel like a lot of times in this space, we are very attached to that sell out in 15 seconds. If you sell out in 15 seconds, then you're not worthy. Your art is not worthy. And that's not at all like that. I personally have a lot of work that hasn't been sold. That I also have collections that have been sold and it's been like it's taken days or weeks or months to sell. So I feel like the point to start, to be honest with you, and it's probably the only advice I give, is to recognize your self-worth as a human being outside of even the art that you create. And realizing that maybe a lot of us need a lot of years to recognize that, recognize that self-worth. Um, and it's a journey of showing up every day to, to realizing that. And I think it's very important to be surrounded by the right people um, you know, that, that help you and uplift you and are there when you're low and are there when you're high um, and just continue the journey. I, I hope that helps. Thank you so much for that. That's a, such a beautiful answer. Thank you, Amina. Great question, Golden. Thank you for that too. Okay, guys, look, we are unfortunately um, eight minutes over my very strict one hour timeline that I tried to set for these sessions. I do that not for me 
slightly for me, but I do it actually more for you because I like to squeeze everything in and I like to make it uh, a, <laughs> a really engaging um, topic conversation that you can come back to. And I like the idea of people being able to listen back and not having to troll through three hours of, you know, all sorts. So I'm going to wrap things there. Um, I'm going to invite Jimena to give one final thought if she would like to. Uh, but I, before I do that, I'm just going to say thank you to everybody who is and has minted so far um, and will mint, you know, ongoing. Uh, please go to the link to go and check out. Um, goodness me, what am I saying? To go and check out that site where we can uh, purchase the, the prints from the token gated site because you can sign up your email address there and you can get alerts very important uh we won't, won't be back next week for an episode we have a week's gap and then we'll be back we will be back in two weeks time from live from amsterdam we will be on the rug radio stand at uh met ams uh, and we will be with perin who is a wonderful artist i'm really looking forward to interviewing her and that is one week before the series one finale with dirty robot so thanks everyone for coming out tonight. Really, really appreciate your time. It's been wonderful listening to uh, to Jimena talk. It's been great to get some really considered and thoughtful questions. Jimena, final thoughts. Oh my God, I can't speak tonight. Final thoughts from you. <laughs> Super grateful for you, Ben, and time pieces and open sea. Thank you. I, I'm also very uh, thoughtful of time and I realize I speak too much and sorry that it worked like over Not time. at all. <laughs> Not at the, all. It's been wonderful last, listening to you. The last thought is uh, to remind everybody that a lot of people are grieving right now. Things are hard for some of us. And I would love to invite everybody to DM a friend or text a friend right now and just send love and appreciation. And um, yeah, just blessing. That's all. Thank you so much, everyone listening. I appreciate it. That's really nice. And and I would say I would I'd echo Jimena's thoughts there. And I would say there's a lot going on out there at the moment. And whether it's happening in your country or not in your country, whether it's happening to your family or not to your family, to your friends or not, you know, whichever side of whichever argument or fence or whatever you fall on. Um, it's not for me to talk about or to to have, even impart an opinion. All I would say is that people are people and we're all important and we're all special. And so I hope that you are able to reach out to friends. I hope that you are able to be grateful. And if you see that somebody is not able to, um, then lend a hand. And that's always just a nice thing to do. Um, okay, everyone, have a wonderful evening. I'm going to play us out with some more of Jimena's music choices Thank you so much for all of your time. Have a wonderful evening. G, M, and good night. This is Audio Galleries. Conversations. 